Clay. Hey. Hi. Hey, what's up? So we are back to continue with the conversation. Uh, not sheds, but gray areas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hosting yes. John, so which is great. Yes. So I get yes. to talk and, and you can just be in the background and do nothing, which is a lie. Uh, I get to listen in and just chill and vibe and feel free to... Um, you know, reacts to these conversations and, and um, feedback and correct us and in, indulge you. That. If you all yes. get, you know, <laughs> for 10 years, just, just saying. Anyway, uh, let's get into it. We don't want to be like pastors, not pastors, but have you go to those churches where they give them 20 minutes and 15 minutes okay. is like talking about his family and everything else, but the gospel, and then in five minutes, he gives us something. I'm like, Okay, now we know your grandparents and your great grandparents. We don't have to be those people. They start by saying, I'll just say something small. No, this is my wife. My wife, come and say something. (laughs) So I am here with, um, uh, I don't know, uh, Clay, and he is from Bible school. I have two Bible schools, and Clay is my newest Bible school. So um, just very smart person. I like hanging out with people that are yeah. smarter than me. I mean, who I am. Anyway, so talking yeah. about <laughs> we're talking about gray areas, and I just want to ask a question for you. Do you yeah. think, in your opinion, yeah. do you think that the Bible has gray areas? Mm-hmm. And how would you define yeah. what a gray area is? Mm-hmm. I don't think the Bible has gray areas. I think the Bible is clear on what it says, mm-hmm. but our interpretations have gray areas. Uh, so we decide to interpret things based on either our personalities or like on our cultures. And when the Bible says something that clashes with what we, we think is right by how we were raised or how we feel, then we feel like it's a gray area, like there's a battle. So when, when it works towards what we think is right, you know, we applaud it. But when it doesn't, then we, we start doubting it and say it's a gray area. So I think the Bible is quite clear with what it says. And um, yeah, it's, it's up to our interpretation. So yeah. I don't think there is a gray area in the Bible. That, uh, so to work into, like you said, people interpret it differently, right? So um, it's not necessarily a yes. gray area. Yes. It's just interpretation. Because I feel like if you're saying that we should, <laughs> the Bible is very clear, that means... <laughs> Um, that kind of, you know, puts a strain because that some people are like, you know, before, because I mean, you do this where you're like, we need to read the Bible in the context of that time. And then practically, we have to apply it in the context <laughs> yeah. of this time, you see? So if this time that we're living in has gray areas where yeah. people are like, okay, so again, we're talking about something like homosexuality. Or, and maybe we should bring about something different. Let's say... Um, I don't know. I don't know what are the gray area that we what people think is a gray area that we can talk about. Um, like culture, mm-hmm. let's say African culture, you can marry more than one woman, right? But the Bible says the New Testament. Yeah, some African culture. Some, the New Testament uh, mm-hmm. talks about you know one wife and yeah. one woman. I don't know. Is it there? I could be telling lies. Is it there in the Bible that one man for one woman? <laughs> so Yes, okay, yes, I think cool. Paul talks Great. about something like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Uh, yes, so for something like that, right, where the people like, okay, this is this is our culture, but then this is what the Bible says, and then people be like, again, the whole thing yeah. we're talking about, we're human, you know, we're not meant to be monogamous. I don't know, like, yeah. how would you um, talk around such a topic, something like that? Honestly, yeah, so honestly, I, I think most uh, mostly I address I would address mm-hmm. the intention where that is coming from uh, because as, as I said I think the Bible is very clear on very many things and as, as you mentioned I'm just gonna ba- go back to where you mentioned um, that uh, I'd say like some, some topics you have to mm-hmm. understand the context of where it's coming from before you interpret it and the truth is I have realized uh, literally recently and I've been actually thinking about writing about it that uh, the faith is the package like it's the packaging of what we're doing the, the product of um who we are is our faith and and mm. and christianity is our faith and that's that's the product but then it has to be transported through a culture in in order for it to to get to the destination so for us to really understand mm. perfectly what the gospel is we have to put into consideration that these are blindfold of a culture that was there yeah. in the time the Bible was being written, and then how do we de- decode that that same same interpretation yeah. into our culture today? So I, I would say it's unfair for for us to treat exactly uh, some of the you know cultural things that were happening in yeah. the time of, for example, the time of Abraham or Jacob, and the time right now. And I would say, let me actually specifically speak to someone mm-hmm. who is in Africa, who is in Kenya or Uganda, to speak that into, into our, our, our culture. This is, this is why. Because it was sustainable thousands of years ago to have uh, those many women. And, and basically why they did it, it was because the, 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 I think culturally men were the ones with the inheritance. Men, it was, it was basically mm-hmm. a misogynistic, sorry to say that, but, it, you know, it was a culture where mm-hmm. women were almost second, you know, and they were treated as uh, property or something like, so men would have everything else. And yeah. so it was sustainable for them to have many women. I don't excuse that. But if you talk about right now, then now women are empowered. Women are going to school. Women, women are leaders and, and they're able to do this. So it's, impractical for you to say right now that we that i'm supposed to have many women because then one of the roles was to provide for these women and for to have many kids i think right now the women uh, that one one man and one woman is a perfect um marriage the other thing is as i said the source of where that is coming from i feel like a man who wants to excuse to have many wives is what an excuse to cheat Honestly, yeah. I think it's it's a it's a it's a matter of morals because I feel it in all perspectives yeah. that you are able yeah. to get satisfied with one woman, whether it's it's, it's yeah. materially, you know, emotionally or sexually even. That the one person seeking to get a, another woman is an excuse yeah. for them not to to cheat, probably. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm gonna get like, so many stones have? being anyway, thrown at but... me. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna be like, you don't know until you're there. Blah blah blah. Anyway, so <laughs> man, you just know this thing. Yeah. Have you ever heard of? You so, just know when you know. Well, you were, you were talking, I had a question yeah. where my 
because again we're looking at two different things because people of course be like mm-hmm. oh it's in the like as we said people pick and choose what they want to take and what they want to leave based on what works for them so mm-hmm. um how mm-hmm. do we reconcile yeah. i don't know if that's a good word to use the old testament and the new testament right because there's like yeah. the law mm-hmm. and then there's grace as well so because if you tell people if people be like oh i'm yeah. living under grace yeah. Does that necessarily kick out the law? I know Paul talked about this. Yeah. Like, you know, because we have grace does not mean we do away with the law or something. Galatians so, 5. Yeah. So mm. how would you... Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Like, mm. how would you talk to maybe like a young Christian or someone who's trying to understand how to reconcile mm-hmm. the Old Testament and the New Testament because they're both part of the yeah. Bible. And how would you like, you know, encourage them to look at the Bible, yeah. you know, based on those two before... Grace and after grace. I would say, first of all, um, the law is it's it's possible to reconcile the two. I think there there is not it's not um, it's not hard to reconcile the two because first of all, if you adhere to grace, then automatically you fit the bill of the law. What I mean by this is, you know, the law is kind of limiting. Yeah. The, the law has either you do or you don't. What grace gives you is bigger than that. And I'm going to read uh, Galatians. I, f- I feel like as Christians, we should have Bible back into what we say. So I think, um, I, it's, it's, it's a verse that many people know about the fruit of the spirit, but I, I like how it ends. So it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. Uh, long-suffering, my version says long-suffering, kindness, uh, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And then the way it finishes is like it seals everything. It says against such, there is now no law. What this means, for example, if you love someone, then you don't need a law to tell you not to kill. Because if you love someone, you will not kill them. If you love someone, you will not cheat on them. You will not lie to them. You will not beat them. You will not hurt them. If if um, if you have self control, then you will know, for example, that uh, I will not engage in sex before marriage. I will control myself. I will wait till that time is right. Uh, if you have self control, then you you will not engage in drunkenness, but you will control your your drinking and, and things like that. If you have, uh, I'm just trying to pick, you know, peace. For example, you, you don't have to start nuking each other. Or, like, that's that's a joke, but from faith from jesus from yeah because you know, the people like you may have all the love in the world yes. but you can do it on your own like this is why you mm-hmm. the holy spirit or exactly. god the father the son and the holy spirit to, like step in yeah. and kind of help you go that extra mile because i mean the people who love yeah. and wouldn't kill but mm-hmm. they're not christians like per se so i feel like Yes. What we're coming yeah. from the standpoint of everything that you're doing, you're doing in and through Christ, right? Okay. Yeah. And Christ is is grace. I think Christ is this, yeah. the symbolification of grace was Christ because he came at a time where we we didn't need, we didn't deserve forgiveness. We like human beings, it just becomes so sinful that him God giving his only begotten son was the biggest uh, you know, symbol of yeah. grace that anyone can even that think you're about. Talk, you're talking about this um, yeah. portion of scripture because from my Bible, uh, looking at Galatians chapter 5, the title is Freedom mm-hmm. in Christ. And that's why you said that 
when under the law you had do's and don'ts, yeah. so there was not there was yeah. not so much freedom. But under grace, you know, there's freedom in Christ. Yeah. And you know, it goes on to talk about life by the Spirit. You know, this is what you're talking yes. about about you know the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, yeah. peace, patience, kindness, and so forth. So, so what we've come to yeah. Um, yeah. as we close up is we have you know, agreed that the yes. Bible, there are no gray areas. I know people say all this time, like mm-hmm. when they're trying to explain something, they're like, oh, in the Bible, that's that's a gray area. Like, you know, it's just like, it's not this yeah. or that, you know, but you're saying that the Bible is very clear yeah. and, you know, God did not leave things to chance yes. or things to people's interpretation. Like he was very clear about what, how he wanted people to live and what yeah. he wanted them to do. And um, yeah. so does that for someone who's reading the bible who's trying to understand what you know god is what it means for them specifically in like few words how would you encourage them to read the bible and to um, apply what the bible says in their context yeah i would say first of all i would say um the reading the bible is one of the disciplines that you you have to have a, a a telescopic view uh-huh. uh, and not a microscopic view. By that, I mean, you have to have the broader picture of the Bible yeah. rather than just pick one verse. So I would tell them, first of all, make sure, when, if, for example, if you're reading a, 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 a letter of yeah. Paul, like uh, Galatians, for example, do not pick something from Galatians. Read the whole of Galatians from the beginning to the end. Uh, look for commentaries about it. Look at what the experts are saying about it. Understand what it really means and what Paul was addressing. Then, then and only then, you know, converse with other people, then subject it to what you're going through or the, the, the circumstances you're going through. But unless you understand the bigger picture of the Bible or the bigger picture of the, the context of a, of, of a yeah. Bible verse or a, or a scripture, I think it's unfair for you to try and um, get mm. all your bases of foundation from one verse. So I'll just say, read, read, read the Bible, read widely, consult, confer with other people and, and see what, 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 that, what, what comes like out of it. We're having a conversation about it. And from that, it can yeah. you know help you mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. able to go yeah. farther into reading the scripture or to yeah. like study it for yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and lastly, yeah. just, just mm-hmm. I think be open for other people to talk yeah. into your culture. Be open to be, be criticized. It changes. Like what you may believe today may change tomorrow. Like that's how God works, you know. Like it's not, it can mm-hmm. change. So, yeah. 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 That's-, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. That was 